Okay, so James, do you remember last year when you very, very kindly brought me a Christmas present of some mouthwash and soap? And deodorant. Oh, and deodorant. Oh, I forgot it. I always forget about the deodorant. I know, that's why I brought it to <laughs> oh, you. Right, okay, that makes a lot of sense. Well, James, I didn't forget that stuff. Uh-huh. So can you guess what's going to happen now? Oh, are you going to give me a present? Yeah, you better oh. believe it, buddy. Here you go. It's wrapped and everything. Oh, Check it out, son. Oh, amazing. Awesome. So I want to okay. see your little face light up Let right me... now. Oh, yeah. Okay, so it feels light. It's squ- it's very light. It's, it's barely there. square, but there's a sort of, like, it's not it's not solid. It feels like there's a container mm-hmm. in here. Yeah, uh, do you want to hazard a guess uh, at every stage of the process? I don't know. It's a bit like a flat box of strawberries, but <laughs> I assume it's not. Let's have a little... Uh... Oh. This better not be something productive and useful. No, you better believe it isn't, mate. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, you've used that plastic-style wrapping paper. I don't. Uh, I, uh, I got it from Tesco this morning. Uh, Come on, get your teeth uh, into it, mate. Not literally. Uh, okay, it is... Oh! <laughs> clamdy canes. <laughs> what are clamdy canes, They James? are candy canes, <laughs> but clam-flavoured. <laughs> Lovely! Oh, wow, that's awesome. <laughs> Where did tell me you got these way back when you were in America? Uh, no, I didn't. Um, I saw I saw them completely by accident. I wasn't searching for clam flavored food on the internet. That's amazing. I saw them completely by accident, and I knew that I had to have them. <laughs> oh, so yeah, there you go, buddy. So you can share them with the, with the whole family. That's amazing, Tim. Do you want to <laughs> take a photo of me wearing the clam oh, canes on my ears? I absolutely do. Okay, you're going to hold them up to your ears. Is that what's going to happen? I'm going to put two over my ears. Merry Merry (laughs) Clams clams to all in (laughs) this world. Uh, Oh, great uh, work. All right. Okay, here we go. Hang on, one on on the ear, one on the other ear. One in the mouth. (laughs) One in the mouth. (laughs) All holes filled. (laughs) (laughs) Let's let's fill all the holes. Okay, wicked. Oh no! Oh no! It fell out. (laughs) Put that one back in my mouth. Holes are too loose. Ready? Okay, wicked. Nearly there. Yeah. Oh, fantastic! (laughs) Season's greetings to all clowns. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well I I captured that for posterity. So uh, yeah, how do you feel? You feel more Christmassy now? Yeah, Pumped I up feel for Christmas? clammed up, man. Are you are you looking forward to having that clammy taste in your mouth? <laughs> you know I am. Oh, great, fantastic! Oh, uh, you can't smell the clammy taste until you take the wrapping off. Are you gonna have one now? I think, I think we're gonna have to split one. I really don't want to put one of those in my mouth. By the way, <laughs> I really don't want to taste what it tastes like. Uh, you know, there comes a time in every man's <laughs> life when he has to. Oh God. Oh, I'm just gonna. Oh, oh, it bends. Oh, it, oh it doesn't even oh, smell. Oh no! Oh, I didn't expect that. Oh, it smells really bad. Oh god, it smells awful. Give me a sniff. Oh my god. Oh gross. Oh, oh, I'm literally oh. gagging. I'm no. Oh, it oh, smells that's like horrible. Oh, it smells like seafood <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. oh my god. That really smells like gone off milk, mate. Let's oh. not. Don't please, for the love of God, don't put that in your mouth. <laughs> it's just a bit, James. It's just a bit. You don't have to eat them. 
<laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas, everyone. Welcome to Appetite for Production. We're too big to fail, but we're still going to make a good go of it, right, <laughs> yeah, Tim? Yeah, you're damn right, mate. <laughs> Nothing's going to stop us now. My name is James Russell. This is Tim Kant. Say hello, Timo. Hi, James. So today we're going to get into all the latest and craziest and stupidest and funniest music tech goings on. <laughs> wow, sounds a lot more entertaining than an average episode. I can't wait to find out what happens. So hop in our pockets and uh, we'll take you with us. <laughs> well, like the BFG? Yeah. Okay. Okay, Tim, this is the time of the year when everyone, you know, everyone gets merry mm. and uh, everyone is thinking about their favourite plug-in synths. Oh, that's what that's all I think about every Christmas time. Peace on earth and goodwill to all VST and audio <laughs> units synthesizer plugins. Not Artas. Oh, fuck Artas. <laughs> fuck AAX. Yeah, yeah. But this is also the time of the year when Music Radar release their rundown Ooh. of the 25 best VST and AU plugin synths. Ah, it's what the world's been waiting for. As voted for by the public. So we are going to go through and have a look. It used to be 50 best, now it's 25 best. 50 is a lot of synths to think about. Yeah. So what what do you reckon is going to be changed this year, if anything? I think we did this last year. The, uh, it seems with music, radar stuff, it's always image line stuff that comes out top because image line lovers are particularly, I don't know. Um, Voty. I beg your pardon? They they vote a lot. They're voting. Well, yeah, they're, they're zealous. They vote early and often. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. As I'm going to do tomorrow. Yeah. Hey, let's talk about politics for a second, no, 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 James. No, this is the okay, only okay, vote okay, that okay, counts. Okay, okay, okay. This is the only vote that counts. Okay, okay. I mean, I assume that Serum's going to be on the top spot. Omnisphere's going to be there. Diva's going to be there. Just like every year. Synthmaster also get a lot of people to vote for them. Mm. Uh, but let's see if there are any <clears throat> new entries, any surprises, anything like that. Shall we uh, pop through? Do you want to be the man who scrolls or do you want me to be the man who scrolls? No, I'll scroll, mate. Well, it's, it's uh, tapping onto next pages. Okay. 25 soft tube modular. Who ma- who even makes this? I haven't even heard of this before. Oh no, soft tube, right? Okay. Uh, <laughs> okay. Next. No, okay. 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 <laughs> Moving swiftly on. Sorry. Sorry. Isotope Iris Two. I've been uh, talking to a few people about that this uh, this last couple of weeks. I think it's getting a little bit old. There's only so much you can do with it, but it's still great. Okay. You might say the eyes have it. Mm. <laughs> what I mean to say is I'm waiting for Iris 3 and I think they can do better I have not known um, Isotope to just do countless updates of their software mate so you might <laughs> yeah. be waiting a little bit of a while they're for that they're very restrained they certainly don't do it every <laughs> yeah, year yeah 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 I'm surprised we're not on Iris 6 yet um, next one 23 Image line Harmel I'm pretty surprised mate I thought all the image line stuff would be higher but mm. fair play ooh Absinthe 5 yeah, right. Another one that's uh, fairly old looking. Do you know what? Absinthe is a synth that could do with a bit of a flipping spruce up, mate. It's a pain in the bum to use, so I never use it. But mm. I'd probably quite like to. I think it needs a bit of uh, UI enhancement, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I'm sure a lot of its users like it because 
they want to use something that looks a bit crap. They yes, the contrarians and uh, yeah. very arch. Sure, I gotcha, I gotcha. Number twenty one. Ooh, I don't know this one. Uh, Parawave Rapid. That's um, that's quite a good synth. Oh, is it? it How long has it been around for? It's been out for like two or three years, okay. but it didn't have quite a massive boom. But it's always well thought of. It looks a bit old-fashioned. Not that that's you know necessarily mm. a bad thing, that's, but it's cool. It's that's cool. just my first impression. Okay, let's cycle through a few. Yuhi Hive. Of course. Oh, yeah, it's uh, Yuhi's uh, Silent One clone. Sure. Propeller had Europa. Uh, you uh, may have all these planets apart from Europa, James. Uh, very well. Uh, Ooh, 18. 18, Synapse Audio, June 3. I want to have a go with June 3. Mm. I haven't played with it. You did, love, it go. you did love your June 2, right? I don't think I ever had June 2. I did a lot of stuff with June CM back mm. in the day, which for free synth was pretty flippin' amazing. 17. Ooh. Uh, Yuhi Repro. Do you know what? I've managed to not even see Repro one yet. Um, it, it's got a crazy circuit board uh, style uh, thing going on. I guess that's one of its... Oh, it's that tweaks view. Okay, that's cool. Mm. I'd like to play with this at some point. 16. Audio Damage Phosphor 2. I, How interesting! I haven't, I haven't actually dipped into it. I, I've, it's sort, it's not passed me by, but I haven't really played with it. Well, it's like a, it. it's like a lo-fi additive synth, I think. So it's mm. kind of, I'm kind of surprised to see it in there. No, it's good. I mean, people like audio damage stuff, so uh, it makes they sure sense. sure do. Ooh, mm. a newcomer, Arturia Pigments, and number fifteen. The... Have you played with it yet? Uh, no, but uh, we we originally thought it was very silly, and it was just a wavetable subtractive sort of thing. Mm. And it basically is, but I think there are some cool things you can do with it. And I have heard people mentioning it since mm. it got released. I've so seen I... people chatting about it online. Ooh. Mm. Ooh, okay. Okay, here we go. We're into the meat now. 14, <laughs> Reveal Sound Spire, which has generally been a sort of top 10, if not top 5 for the last few years in general yeah it's pretty good um if, well, i know it's, it's really good i'm not a huge fan of the interface but this is a synth i do use sometimes and you can get a lot of expansions for it okay fair enough oh what's it what's at 13 lucky yeah. for some mate refx nexus 2 of course the voting probably happened before nexus 3 came out mm-hmm. mm. not not Really a synth, I've got to say. Uh, sure, but <laughs> it does create sound from nothing. So yeah, but so does my armpit. But mm-hmm. I, I, don't, I don't, I don't think that's going to be number twelve. What is number twelve, James? I don't know. A UVI Falcon. Oh, people seem to be getting into Falcon, buddy. Yeah, um, I've been, I've been writing a couple of things that mentioned it no. recently. I mean, I, I was sort of calling it a sampler at some points, and it's got a lot of sampling functionality. But it's also a synth. It's kind of, I think they're pitching it as a sort of contact killer, mm. which is also a, a deep synth as well. So it's for your people who really want to learn it and learn how to use it well. I think it could. Uh, I think it could continue to do well. It's like they're taking on contact and Omnisphere, mm. which is a, a powerful combination of beasts. Yeah, I guess it's a good place to be. Like yeah. it, it's, it makes sense. Yeah, and it cool. looks a damn sight better. Uh, it looks a damn sight more lovely than Contact. Really? I think they look pretty similar, me. Mm. Mm. Number 11, me. <clears throat> oh, God. Zebra 2. I haven't heard that name for a long while. Mm. 
I mean, I guess people are still using it. Yeah, I never found it uh, very intuitive. Yeah, it's a bit unfriendly, especially when you get onto the effects, isn't it? Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, I never really, I never really got into it. I did use Zebra CM, funnily enough, quite yeah. a lot. Oh, I used it on tunes. That's because that's cut down. It's, yeah, it's, it's a lot nicer to use and easy layout yeah i mean it's you can't really compare them in terms of feature set and of but course it's got a nice sound zebra also has the endorsement of uh f- friend of the show hans zimmer we uh we may be talking about the zimster later oh mate. i cannot wait <laughs> <laughs> okay what's at number 10 bro oh silent one has uh fallen down to number 10 you know, I've seen people knocking Silent One on the internet recently. I still think it's a damn fine synth, mate. And it's been it's been a real workhorse for me over the years. Mm, it is good. It is good. It's interesting to see it there at 10. And I see what's at number nine. Mm. We have Massive version one. Yeah, not Massive X. How... The original Massive. I would assume that Massive X is going to feature later on the list. Well, who knows, mate? Mm. Who knows? So the original Titans, Massive and Silent One... Now at the bottom of the top ten. Yes, I still think they are brilliant synthesizers. Oh, yeah. Though. Next we have Vengeance Sound Avenger. Yeah. It's the synth with the drum machine in it. Yeah. I, th- like, I think they have made a bit of a mistake putting a drum machine in it. Because every time anyone talks about it, they just say it's the synth yeah. with the drum machine in it. <laughs> um, I really want to get to know Avenger. It does additive shiz, which I feel like I've been saying for a while I uh, want to get my teeth into. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, I'm playing about with a project at the moment that uses this. I want to I wanna get to know VPS Avenger a little bit better. So hopefully that'll happen in 2020 for Timmy. Okay, that's cool. Oh, that's cool. I mean, you've got a copy. It does. It also does the thing where it can route each oscillator through different combinations of all the stuff, which is cool. So mm. yeah, I think I think that's a, that's a good insight that they shouldn't have put a drum machine in it because everyone just says it's the synth with a drum machine in it. I think yeah, I think it kind of takes away from all the other stuff that it can do. Mm, wise words. Mm, I'm always wise. Number seven is Reactor Six again. You wouldn't necessarily call it a synth. I wouldn't really call it a synth. But no. now that it's got blocks in it, it's a bit better. You can yeah. build your own little synth in it. Yeah, no, that's fair enough, I guess. Yeah, I mean, it's. I mean, I think it's really in a league of its own compared to everything else. Um, I wouldn't. I wouldn't pick it out as my bread and butter synth, like you know, a sort of silent one thing or whatever. But you know, it's amazing. You know, and it um, is well loved by certain people who love it to fuck sure what is this that's at number six james that is uh plogue chips beach not really a synth and higher than reactor that is crazy to me people who love it love it yeah fair enough so you haven't seen the rest of this list no no i haven't seen the list i'm trying to work out in my mind what's (laughs) what's uh, higher in the list okay next it of course is diva yes um, I really like Diva. I use it sometimes, and I would say it's probably my go-to for analog, you know, analog emulation sort of biz. Basically, it's mm. you know, it's pretty flexible. It does a few different things. It sounds great. It's interesting how you know Silent One is basically a virtual analog synth mm-hmm. that was sort of de facto top synth in the world, and now has fallen down to ten, and yet Diva stays in its place at number five well um, I, I think diva is more of a it is more of an emulation of old school stuff rather than silent which was you know it was more like a sort of super saw it was really yeah it's really digital so it is it's a virtual analog like it's more like a a 90s vibe rather than an 80s vibe i think right. probably it's more virus than uh, but i'm m- thinking with diva they basically made it as sort of 
hard for the computer to run as possible <laughs> and then uh, had the confidence that uh, computers yeah. would catch up mm. and it would then become easy to run Diva. And now it is, and it's still at number five because of that. Those Germans make their forward thinking. Vorsprung mm, auf Timmy. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but I like it. Who's at number four, James? Uh, it is Synthmaster Juan. Not not big Synthmaster. No, no, little uh, Synthmaster Juan by KV1131131 Audio. Synthmaster yeah. 1 is is a separate synth to the main Synthmaster. It's uh, a lot easier to use. It's still packed with features, though. Mm, yeah, it's a cool synth. And what is this at number three? Oh, shit. Oh, my God. Serum. Yeah, wow. Ooh, you know what we haven't seen yet? We haven't seen Massive X and we haven't seen Phase Plant. I was going to mention those at yeah. the end, actually, buddy. But I don't think they're there from a look at the thumbnails. Now, Serum falling down to three, that is a, that is a fall from grace, but I don't think it reflects the actual opinion of most producers. I think, if you're being realistic, I think you've got to say Serum is still numero uno. Certainly the most popular. Yeah, man. Okay. And, you know, with good reason, it's a fab synthesizer. What's in number two? Well, would you believe, James, it's Omnisphere 2. Okay, that is fair enough. Standing the test of time. It, I mean, it does synthesis. I mean, a lot of its stuff is sample-based stuff. I mean, you know, sam sampling and synthesis. Mm. Sure, more than a rompler. Um, more than a woman to me, James. <laughs> and uh, number one, boom. Okay, KV three three one Synthmaster. Yeah, you're now, right. The Synthmaster buddies are out in uh, force. Yeah, they do do a lot of like sort of Facebook vote for us now sort of stuff. But still, my main takeaway here: we don't got Massive X. Yeah, we don't got Phase Plant. I really thought we were going to see Phase Plant really in there. You know, I thought that would be really high. What is the newest thing on this whole thing? I'd say Soft Tube Modulo is quite new. That's, is it uh, twenty five? Vengeance. Um, the Vengeance one's relatively new. We've got he, we got Yuhi Hive at number twenty, but does that that's quite old now, man? Does, yeah, I know. But Hive Two is out. Does that technically count as Hive Two? I know you'd have to ask Music Radar about that, buddy. June 3 is recent. Yes, that the, is recent. The new Yuhi stuff, Archoria Pigments. Um, other than that, it's mostly older stuff. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting, interesting how things are going. Serum not at number one. That's an interesting thing to happen. How interesting is it, James? It's quite interesting, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> Wicked. Well, okay. Do you think we'll see uh, Serum 2 at the top spot next year? Uh, no, I think we'll see Steve Duda in a uh, adult nappy uh, sleeping <laughs> under a bridge because no one loves Serum anymore. It's oh, shit no, now. Why, it's, why, is, why is that made him go in a nappy? It's shit. Don't you know, Tim? It's Serum is last year's sin. Oh, man. No one uses Serum anymore. Oh, fuck that. It sounds so dated. Oh, mate, it, sound, oh, it sounds cold and digital, mate. I'm never going to use it again. Never, Apart never. from like, every I, track i made i never used it ever ever and there's no photographic evidence of me using okay. it i <laughs> okay. always said it was shit okay i mean to be honest all i ever make in since is sub bass noises so <laughs> it doesn't really matter to me i might as well go back to steinberg a1 mate where's that on the list Don't forget, if you love what we do, you can find us on Patreon, patreon.com slash A4P podcast, and give us any money. Any. Yeah, wicked change down the back of the sofa. 
us, you know, junk that you find around. Just send anything to us, basically. We're not fussy, are we, mate? At this point, I think you can just contact the Red Cross and give your donation via them as well. Uh, prices start from $1 a month. One clam dollar euro a month, James? Is that really right? D- did you just say one clam a month, Tim? I certainly did. Wow. Uno clamo. And for that, you get access to some extra audio, some extra video, and you're helping us out and saying that you like the podcast. We will stop bothering you now. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Let's talk about Nexus. Okay. Okay. So Nexus came out on, I think it came out on the day we did the last podcast recording. Black Friday. Yeah. <laughs> but, a weird time to launch a new synth, but whatever. Yeah. That we, I mean, we managed to talk about Black Friday, but we sort of forgot about Nexus 3. But we're going to say that really, we just wanted to wait and see. Yeah, of course to, we did, mate. wanted to cool. give it a considered look. Of course we did. So Tim, you know a lot about Nexus 2. You should be the man to take us through Nexus 3. <laughs> I know everything about Nexus It seems dude. there's a new librarian in it, and I know you love librarians. I do, mate. I do really like librarians. Um, and this is a relatively attractive librarian. Yeah, it looks nice. Yeah, it looks nice. It's, you know, it's uh, look, looks like it's going to be effective. Um, I mean... The main thing it seems like is they've changed the look and feel of it rather than doing anything really drastic to it. Okay. I mean, you'll remember Nexus 2 had a kind of a kind of old school style interface that was, you know, kind of all how I don't know how to describe it. Cramped? Uh, well, it was kind of like... Like a librarian trapped under a desk because Tim can't... He is... won't leave her alone. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, okay, look, let's move on from that. Um, this, so this has got a, like, kind of like a, uh, a more kind of modern style interface in that it's just a few colours and there's no shading and stuff on it and everything. Uh-huh. Um, and it does seem, you know, more of the interface is given over to... Stuff you're actually going to use rather than stuff that's trying to look pretty. Fair. Um, so, yeah, it's got, you know, and I guess the whole thing with Nexus is they want to flog you a load of expansions. So it makes sense that they'd focus on trying to make that a nice experience to manage all of your sounds. Um this isn't, you know, apart from for me, new librarians aren't the sexiest new feature for most people. Oh, think, no? James, Are you no. sure this librarian isn't going to put out a lot um, of new sounds? Does make any sense. Well, the thing is... If you look at the other features, none of them are really that big. Do you know why the librarian will appeal to many Nexus users? Why? Because they do so many expansions and packs that they need a way to manage them properly. That's what I said. I said that about 30 Uh, seconds ago. Sorry, I wasn't listening. No, I know. It's absolutely fine. I was just thinking of librarian (laughs) (laughs) Well, you pulled a blinder. Um, So the next thing is, the next not that exciting thing is new arpeggiator, Uh which does look quite involved. Um, and I guess if you're making trance riffs with, with, with Nexus, which I'm sure a lot of people are, then uh, that's kind of handy. Mm-hmm. Um, more effects. It's a fully revamped effects page is what it is. And what, uh, what effects have we got in here? Oh, God, I don't have a list, mate, but it's got like... all. <laughs> it's got all your favourites. <laughs> all your favourites. EQ, yeah, EA, yeah. chorus, distortion. So it's, got, it's got four insert effects. Four equalizers, filter, reverb, delay, impulse, and limiter. So, you know, pretty standard stuff. Four EQs, as in, what, like per layer or something? Not four just equalizers. Four EQs I mean, that's in four, series. four bands, I would imagine, really. Uh, but we don't know. They, we don't have an NFR, mate. So uh, I can't, and I don't think there's a demo. So um, Wasters. I know, mate. 
Um, there's a sequencer built in. Hold on, arpeggiator and a sequencer. Yeah, mates. Okay. So um, it's it's almost like it's taking cue from uh, VPS uh, Avenger here, right. in that it's you know got a lot of stuff that you'd normally do in your door mm. in the actual plugin. Again, I don't like that. No, I'm not too bothered, really. I, I wouldn't use my door. Thanks, guys. But I guess you can. And then we've got the kind of also-round features. New vector-based GUI. We've already mentioned that. New macros and more modulation That's slots. fair enough, especially for... Fair enough. It's ba- because it's a preset-based synth and you're, we- you're relying on someone else to do a lot of the sound design for you. Yeah. I think it's good to have sort of more macros which the sound designers can use to help you customise each sound a bit better. Sure. It's very mm. brave of you to say that. Um, and there's a new cloud sync feature as well, which I guess is kind of useful. Uh, yes, that's good. Especially, um, I was talking to someone about that who said like he does stuff in the studio and stuff on his laptop travelling around. Okay. And so being able to sync all, his, all the packs that he's got and all the things that he saves mm. is hella useful. Well, that's cool. And uh, apparently, it's uh, easier on your resources, which is fine, I guess. I mean, I never really had a problem with it ba- even back in the day. Yeah, I mean, I guess when you've got an update saying it's lighter than the previous one, you're tempted to think that they've taken something out, but I'm sure they have Oh, haven't. no, I don't know. It's, well, it's compatible with Nexus 2, as you can see, mate. So, no, they haven't removed anything. Um, and they've got, in fact, 350 new presets, which I guess is good. Mm-hmm. Um, no dongle. It's all online activation now, which I'm sure some people will be pleased about. I think Nexus 2 used the uh, e-licenser, right? Yes. Syncrosoft yes. Biz, something like that. Ain't no e-licenser when she's gone. No. <laughs> Um, yeah, so no e-licenser. And then they've, they've got a new app as well for installing stuff, which is pretty par for the course. Are you a separate app rather than building a store thingy into the synth itself? I guess, yeah. Mm. Um, so, I don't know. Like, there's some good quality of life improvements. I'm sh- and I'm sure it's stuff that will please uh, heavy Nexus users. But nothing really groundbreaking there, James. Your hot take. Yeah, nothing really groundbreaking, but it's not a synth with a load of things you can tweak. It's something that relies upon packs you buy from great designers. Mm. I don't think anyone's sort of looking. I mean, what breathtaking stuff could you put in there? Hey, it's it's not my job to come up with breathtaking new features, mate. I mean, more layers for sounds? I don't know. I I don't know. um, Imagine... I imagine it a bit like a contact update where most of the people aren't actually going to be using those features, but the sound designer is going to be using them and people are going to be buying the pre-made packs by the sound designers. So you've got to make people excited about it. Which is why you've, I guess you've got to put in like a sequencer and arpeggiator. Well, there arpeggiator. doesn't seem to be any under, un, really under the hood stuff going mm. on here, unless there is that stuff that they haven't mentioned, and then some packs they're going to bring out will just start to be Nexus three compatible only. Mm. But at the moment, it seems like all the packs um, are compatible with Nexus three and Nexus two. You'd imagine that they have got some changes under the hood but they're not even telling people about that because it's so inaccessible and you're not meant to access it. Well, we James, we don't know that. It's pure conjecture on That's your part. your conjecture. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess we'll find out if there is uh, any uh, new bits and bobs in there. 
What are your thoughts on the price? What is that? Whoa. Yeah. I don't okay. know what the up. I don't know what the upgrade price is. By the way, so we have a starter kit. Yeah, uh, it's, it's it's priced a lot like a uh, vape starter kit, <laughs> where you get your Nexus synth, you get a couple mm-hmm. of coils, well, and you get a few flavors of sound to get you going. Yeah, two thousand seven hundred and fifty presets, which that, is quite a lot to be fair. That is two hundred and fifty euro clam. Uh, then you get the <clears throat> value pack, which has fifty expansions, eight. 1,500 presets and over 50 gig of samples for how much, Timmy? Uh, 1,400 clamoroos, Euro style. And that's the sale discount. Oh, that is the sale discount. Oh, God. Yeah. Usually that's... two grand clam. Oh, so it's on sale at the moment, is it? Oh, God. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Enjoy our Christmas pricing. Oh, Lord. So um, the value pack is 1.4 grand clam. Uh, yeah, but Usually it's two grand clam. 2,000 euros normally. And then the complete boss edition is on sale for two thousand euros, but it's three six eight nine euros normally. And what do you get with that one, James? Oh, you, you get uh, all one hundred and thirty nine expansions, sixteen thousand presets, and over one hundred and thirty gig of samples. That's a lot of sounds, but that's mm. a lot of money. <laughs> so, yeah, mm. I mean. If- you had that much money to spend would you spend it on nexus some people would i think it's probably for the dave guettas of the world rather Mm. than uh, your bedroom bobbies you know what if i was going to sell something that expensive i'd have to make sure that a lot of the expansions were completely exclusive to that bundle oh really you know because is that not just going to irritate people it won't irritate the people who fork out three thousand six hundred (laughs) and eighty nine euro clans you you need to give those people something that no one else can get because if you pay for that and you're using all the all the expansions and then someone else comes along, some kid who's bought one expansion and it happens to be the one that you've used, he's got your sounds for mm. two hundred and fifty euro clam mm-hmm. plus mm-hmm. whatever the expansion cost. So your overall thoughts on the long awaited Nexus three, Jim Bob? Uh overall thoughts, I think this is a rational update. And because of what it is, you can't make it that much crazier. You've got to put in a bunch of management features and new user experience features. So that's good. But this pricing, I mean, obviously no one normal is going to pay for that. (laughs) This is for the pros, right? Uh, Yeah. This is for your EDM DJs and your, your trance mavens who absolutely need... A bunch of new sounds for tonight and 3,689 euro clams is is worth it for them. Well, good luck to them and everyone involved with this. Um, Let's hope they don't go hungry over Christmas. Yeah, that's good. I do think it's nice that they they finally brought out a new version of Nexus because yeah. it was a much bigger gap between 2 and 3 than 1 and 2. Yeah. So it's I, nice to see they're still working on it. I do have to say, even... I mean, we, our, our expectations have been... Uh, made our expectations of the price are different now that we've seen the 1,000, 2,000, three and a half thousand prices. Mm. And it makes us think that 250 euro clam for the basic level synth is cheap, but it's not. It's not cheap. It's expensive. 250 euro (laughs) clam is um, a lot of clams. It is. It is. And it's just presets, but there's... 2.75 2.75 thousand presets so you know <laughs> it's quite a few okay i think we've rinsed that i think we've rinsed it but james let's you wanted to talk workstations i want to talk workstations do you want to do timmy's workstation corner i do timmy's workstation corner 
Um, there's some other workstation sampler news, bruv. Tell me about the... Hang on. Wait, first of all, sorry to do this. Mm, no, it's fine. Can you define a workstation no, for no, me? No, I won't do that. <laughs> well, the thing is, it's... works. I don't know. We're, well, we're using workstation incorrectly now to mean rompler. Uh-huh. Um, and that is a legacy hangover from when key- sampler synthesis keyboards in the 80s generally came with some kind of sequencing capabilities uh, and would be called workstations because you could sequence an entire thing of them. Uh-huh. Sounds, sequencing, everything. Right. Um, in fact, Nexus have just reintroduced the sequencing as- aspect, so I guess it is a workstation. Okay. Um, the other bits we're going to talk about aren't really workstations. There is another, in that case, new workstation synth, which we'll talk about uh, during Timmy's Workstation Corner. Okay, fantastic. Well, the next one I want to talk about is a Roland Cloud. That's right. We're talking about Roland Cloud again. Have introduced a we surprise. We haven't talked about Roland Cloud for like a year. It's because I unsubscribed <laughs> <laughs> and uh, haven't been using it. Apart from I got my freebie uh, JV1080 when I uh, signed right up did. for a year. Yeah, mate. Um, which they still haven't fixed the um, pitch shifter on. So come on, Roland. It's been a while now, guys. Let's sort that pitch shifter out. So what's the new workstation they've put into the cloud? It is the XV5080, bruv. Tell me about it. It is, um, so it's, you know, it's continuing the lineage of the JV1080, which mm-hmm. was a 1980, no, 1994 model, I should say. The XV5080 is from the year 2000, that's right, the Willennium, and it is basically a continuation of the the JV uh, family, and it's almost exactly the same sort of, sort of stuff. It's sample and synthesis, um, and in fact, it, it's got something like 950 presets, the, the majority of which, it seems, are from the JV-1080. <laughs> so uh, it's not exactly breaking it, new ground. It really is continuing that lineage. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, <laughs> no, no, we're, we're continuing the lineage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a good way of putting it. So it's it doesn't see... I did have a brief go with the demo version earlier because I'm not a subscriber anymore, but I've got Roland Clown installed. I, uh, so I installed the, uh, the synth. It, I don't have a license for it, so it made horrible noise over the sounds every few seconds. <laughs> Are you sure um, that wasn't just the, the sound of the Roland synth? No, that's, that's just because I'm very bad at uh, playing music. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, and you know, the new sounds sound real nice. Uh, not nice enough to get me to spend 20 spondulies a month again, mm. mate. Subscriptions are over, mate. I'm calling it now. They're done. Yeah, well, that's uh, one interesting point. You would have thought that with Nexus getting renewed and having these mm. pricey expansion schemes, they would have um, they would have introduced some kind of subscription deal uh, rather than having their lowest tier be 250 euro claim. They could have put it for 20 quid a month. Yes. If you use that for like three or four years, that's two grand. And because they're putting out new expansions all the time, it seems like a no-brainer. But hey, who are we to question ReFX? Um, so, yeah, I don't want to talk any more about the JV5080 right. because I can't use it and uh, I'm just going to be a bit grumpy about it. Okay, but there is a rumoured uh, release of another workstation for Timmy's Workstation Corner. Mm, Timmy's Workstation Corner! Which is... Uh, so, on Korg's... Korg, Korg App's Instagram, mate, which is oh, where shit. I go to for all my synth news, uh, they put a teaser video up, which is apparently... Uh, represented, you can't really see what it's supposed to be. Apparently, it's representative of a Korg Triton. I didn't think it looked like a Korg Triton. Um, it seemed to have some kind of sticky outy thing on it, which the Korg Triton didn't have. But hey, I am not an expert on hardware keyboards. Um, so, what it's looking like it's going to be is 
Korg Triton uh, for Korg Gadget, oh, if anyone uses that. Shit. Mm. I don't use Korg Gadget, James. I use Korg Legacy Collection, which is proper VSTIs that are actual um, DBW doodars about... Um, Emulations. So, yeah, so... The only thing I know about the Triton is I believe Pharrell was a massive fan of the Triton. Everyone was a fan of the Triton. In fact, in the I've 90s, just seen mate. you've got a Triton rack right the, there. Tri- yeah, I do have the Triton rack. Yeah, I would love it because, and it's just below my 2080, mate. <laughs> I would love to just have some flipping plug-in versions of these synths, but no, they've got to be in Core Gadget or they've got to be a subscription. Why, God, are you testing me like this? Why can't my life just be simple? <sighs> That's not a rhetorical question, James. Why? Uh, <laughs> Why? Uh, because these things take time, baby. No, it's not. It's not a matter of time. They just want the money. Yeah. Oh, these... I'm not going to give anyone my precious, precious money, mates. I'm going to swim around with it, Scrooge McDuck style. So the Triton was what? Um, it was a uh, workstation keyboard that was very, very popular in the 90s and made lovely, lovely sounds. It's kind of like it was the 90s answer to the Core Game 1, basically. Got it. So, uh, yeah, a real fantastic synth. I really like it. Um, my rack one is a pain in the ass to program because it's all little buttons. And it's not as much as a pain in the ass as the 1080 with its two-line display, mm. which is, you know, a ball ache. Um, do you ever use these uh, workstations you've got in your rack? Rarely, but I do use them. I would use them loads more if I had them in flipping plug-in formats. I tell you that for free, Nadio. Okay, would you like to continue Timmy's Workstation Corner? Timmy's Workstation Corner! With uh, the latest um, release of a what I believe now to be a workstation-style synth. Oh, God. Okay, then. Yeah, why not? Uh, Tone 2 Icarus 2. Oh my god, James. Uh, Wavetable Meeks Workstation. Hold on, this is just the... Uh, oh yeah, it's available now. There's a video. There's a video? Um, oh god, I clicked on shopping. I'm gonna buy a guitar. So it was announced a while ago and it came out recently, but there aren't many actual videos by Tone 2. Are you aware of the Tone 2 sound? No, not at all. It's very, very brash sound. Oh, I think I've used some of this stuff. It sounds kind of plasticky. Is that mm. fair to say? Uh, yes. Very fair to say. Yeah. So it's, yeah, like you say, Wavetable meets uh, Workstation. Mm. There is a video there somewhere, or maybe you'll have to search for their own Let's video. just listen to an audio demo, buddy. All right. I want to listen to this atmospheric demo, which clocks in at a whopping 5 minutes 47 and seconds. I, I believe these are all made all made with just the synth. Okay. And why is it Workstation? It's got built-in sequencing. I think so, yeah. Oh, God. Let's have a fast forward. Ooh. Ooh. Hey, Vangelis, how you doing? Oh, there's a free demo. Well, I might give that a go. Yeah, sounds fine. Why should I be excited? Uh, you should be excited because it's a workstation synth and you love them. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's, wicked. Uh, it, you were just asking for <laughs> a software workstation that you can have as a plug-in in your door. And here's one now. Okay, fantastic. Wicked. And it's a lot more reasonably priced than uh, some of these other thingies. Exactly. So what do you think of this? Uh, $149 clams. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I have not really ever bothered too much with Tone 2 stuff in the past. Let's have a listen to some more sounds quickly. Let's do that. This is just going to be real quick. One of these demos is 12 minutes, 21 seconds long. Let's have a brief listen to that. Very upfront sounds. 
Yeah. Ooh, bells. They sound like cool getting one bells. Weird, weird mouth noises. I don't know, man. Um, it sounds like sample packs put into a synth, basically. I don't know what that means. I guess uh, surely all workstation synths are a lot like that. Well, I yeah, but when I yeah, well no, they're not like sample packs. Okay, you mean the sound of sample packs? The where sound it's all of sample commercial, packs. and they're not actually that usable. Um, well, it depends on what you want to use them for. Like, so for example, a workstation keyboard. You know, is probably made to is made to be used by somebody in a band, maybe even, mm -hmm, or mm -hmm. by someone who is you know making quote unquote real music in a studio, or whatever. Like that Depeche Mode cover band you had for the those three years back then. Uh, of course, what was my Depeche Mode cover band called? It was called Depeche and Furious. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah. So anyway, back Je, to the point. The point is, je fais Depeche. It, uh, may we? Um, so yeah. So like, this sounds like you know samples I might download off a loop cloud or splice or whatever, put into a synth. Don't know if I'm bothered. Okay, that's fair enough. And the uh, classic old school Roland and Korg ones don't sound like that. They don't sound like that. They sound. They have their own sound, a lush sound that I really like. I guess that's because of the tones sound maybe is very much like that maybe that's what they want to go for i and don't I, know i don't think you can avoid that with this product icarus 2 no i might try the demo out you know buddy though i think you should do you want to try it out now or do you want to wait i don't want to try it out the on the privacy pod. of your own yeah i want to filth. you know it, i don't i don't think me mucking about with pad sounds is going to be that interesting mm. um but i'm going to download this demo right now and have a bit of muck about with it later on my own time fair enough i think that's all we got for the uh timmy's workstation corner timmy's workstation corner uh, unless unless you've got yet another esoteric workstation synth to talk about. No, but um, let me just plead. Korg, Roland, please, just make some of your flipping workstations in plug-in form. It's just, I like, maybe it's not the most, you know, going to maximise your profits. But like, come on, I just, I need them so badly. I want them and put them on sales so that I can afford to buy them. That's what I want. Is that too much to ask, James? Tim. Yeah. You know, we, we occasionally have uh, things crop up uh, which are about AI technology. Ah, yes, of course. And of course, AI cloud, technology. Right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> AI technology compared uh, to music as. Put in a musical context. Yeah, what could go wrong? What could possibly <laughs> go wrong? And they're certainly not trying to replace musicians. Okay. Um, Most musicians deserve to be replaced, I should say. Uh, hmm. But anyway, the latest one is from a little company called Amazon Web Services. Oh, God. Okay. Oh, what have we got here? Stage, Vice President Artificial Intelligence at Amazon Web Services. Oh, yeah. Matt Wood. Matt Wood. <laughs> you realize the title of the video says with Jonathan Coulson. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> and he's Dr. Matt Wood. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's got 69,000 views, though, which is nice. 2019. So there's a lot of intro to this. Oh. I'd skip forward to... Oh, God, this is 15 minutes long. How, how much? Five minutes. Okay, okay, thank God. Pause Thanks. it a sec, though. Okay. So the idea is, can you guess... 
Well, let's make all music for free now. Yeah, they're using machine learning, which in itself, machine learning, fine, you can apply it to certain technologies and make mm. them better. That's good. Mm. But can you apply them to generating music? Even if you can, James, why the fuck would you take away one of the few joys we have left in the world? <laughs> I don't understand. So the idea behind this one is that classic, classic little chestnut, you play something and it generates an accompaniment for you. Okay, okay, let's see how this goes down, shall we? Let's watch! <laughs> Generative AI. And so it is my pleasure to make the first launch of reInvent 2019. Please make some noise for... Make some noise, guys. The world's first... Look at these minions they've got screaming for it. Tell us, Matt Wood, tell us! Oh. Get Jonathan Colton back on. Deep Composer is a physical keyboard. Uh, it is a Why? two octave keyboard, which is powered using generative AI. What? It's probably powered by USB as well. Playback features. I already hate this, James. Extra features right on the keyboard so that if you aren't uh, musically inclined, such as myself, uh, we have features such as automated chords, so you can press one key and get an entire chord. I'm glad they've got a non-musician running this thing. Now, yeah, yeah. Well. Play a series of notes. Someone who has no, no idea yeah, yeah, about yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the advances that have already been made yeah. in music technology. I know nothing about music or AI. <laughs> but I mean, this fucking generative <laughs> keyboard idea. Deep composer. He knows about AI. Melody. Mm. Uh, here, presented on the uh, right-hand side of the slide, each one of those light blue lines is... Oh, gee, he's going to explain how uh, music notation indoors works now. Fantastic. ...up to the Deep Composer models running up on AWS. And Deep Composer... Oh, it's all thanks to AWS. It can make music, Tim. Great. Why do they need a physical keyboard if it's all running off AWS anyway? ...accompaniment to complete the rest of the song, including guitar pieces, bass, synths, drums, in a remarkable diversity of different genres. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Remarkable diversity. Oh. Deep Composer will create the rest of the song for you. Come on, let's hear your fucking jam, buddy. We've also gone ahead and built this directly oh, come on. into the AWS management console. Oh, it's, but Tim, this is so sexy. Oh, They've got a plugin. Fuck Amazon, basically. So we have a virtual keyboard which has all the same capabilities built right into the console. So we have a number of different generative models that we've created. Uh, we've gone ahead and created a rock model, so you can create your own rock song. Woo! Pop, <laughs> Woo! Classical. Woo! All your faves. And through the workshops that we're running here this week, we'll show you how to create your own generative models. Oh, shit! <laughs> I can't wait to make my own AWS Deep Composer generative model. Tech House generative model? <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, actually, I think Tech House would be better if it was made by computers, but that, that's an exception. Oh. Dr. Matt Wood is on the keyboard now. Oh. Come on, sexy, play it. Available for only $99. Is that true? Yeah. Oh, well. We'll send that melody up to the cloud and we'll generate a complete song. Oh, this is going to be so useful for all of us who make music. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Who is this for exactly, James? No, he's, he has learned to play Frojaco, which is more than I can do. He's really pecking out that... Uh, what is this tune? It's not Frere Jacques. No, no. It's French, right? No. It's blatantly French. It's Deutsch. 
So let's go ahead and send that to our rock generative model. We want to quantize it first. Oh, it's Ode to Joy. Yeah. I know it because it's in the Bill and Ted movie. Uh, so here we have guitar, <laughs> I think. bass, synth and drums. Uh, let's go ahead and have a listen. Yeah, let's rock it up. Yeah. <laughs> Listen to those drums. <laughs> it's like snare, 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 snare. This is rubbish. Yeah, put some more snares in there. <laughs> it's shockingly bad. This is fucking horrible, James. What are we going to do about it? What's going on under the hood? Let's look at what's going on under the hood. From all other machine learning approaches, in that it uses <laughs> shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> train each other. So one of them is called the generator model. One Ooh. of them is called the discriminator model. Oh, I do I, like discrimination. I think his discriminator is fucking broken. Provide feedback on whether that music is good or bad. So that I'll give you some feedback. Yeah. <laughs> Better. It's bad word. Uh, so one way to think about this is that the generator is a lot like an orchestra. It can play music, anything. That oh, do we really have to watch any more of no, this? No, please, making just me, kill uh, him. No, ah, oh. why, James? Now we've 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 why we've seen a few uh, auto music generating uh, software pieces in the last months and years, oh. and they've all been shit. Oh. But this one. I think it's fucking awful. Yeah, yeah, right. And it's being developed by the most evil company in the world, Amazon, yeah, as well. Facebook. So it's oh, a real yeah, double Amazon. whammy. Um, uh, I don't know where to go from here. It's just... I mean, I think the majority of us could make something like this based on, like, Ableton generative tools. Yeah. Like, take a note input, do something random with it, which is still musically coherent to scale. Yeah. I mean, why? Who, Who is this for? Is this one day it's going to be program a melody and then you don't have to do anything else? Well, who is this for? Because people who know how to make music... Will make the music. Will make the music. People who don't know how to make music should not rely on this. Yeah, right. And why would you want to rely on this? I know, like, it seems like it's taking the fun out of it. Like, all I have to do is play some chords, and then the entire crap backing track will be made really badly immediately. And why? This is so much worse than using loops. It's just so much worse, James. And this is what the future's going to be, obviously. No, it's not. Oh. Shit like this is just... I mean, it, look, it's here to sell Amazon's crap technology... Oh, I mean, my. this technology. But they make they crap. make a ton of ton of money with Amazon Web Services anyway. Why do they need to ruin music because for everybody? They want like here's the deal. They want some idiot who's sitting in a office in New York mm. in the marketing team to say, "Yeah, I think we should use uh, Amazon AWS for our company mm. because they can do this amazing thing with music." This isn't for us. This isn't for the public. This isn't for anyone to ever actually use. Yeah, right. This is just for other people mm. who have no idea how bad it is. Uh, it's an advert. Yes. It is a big advert. And we have just gone and brought... Yeah, I know, the- mate. You played right into their hands. The thing is... How what- many times have we said Amazon Web Services? Look, many, many times, Fuck. mate. Oh, okay. Delete this. Um... What's going to happen, James, when uh, AWS is making all the music, writing all the articles, and making all the videos? 
Uh, I don't I don't, do we have any transferable skills? I can fart to pitch. <laughs> I, a, I don't believe you. B, that is not something that's going to be able to make you money. Mm, I mean, what if I could fart some lovely sequence of notes? Can you fart and, O to Joy? I mean, not polyphonically, but maybe. Do you know what? I saw something very similar to this uh, recently that I'm going to send you right now. Oh, yeah. Mm. Talktotransformer.com. Yeah, check this out, buddy. <clears throat> so, type a custom snippet or try one of the examples. Uh, it's a neural network where I start typing a sentence and it continues the sentence for me, right? Okay, yeah. So, what I'd like you to do is copy the first sentence of one of your articles into here and see what it comes up with. Ah. And then we'll work out exactly how far computers are behind us. That is a great idea. Okay, mm. let, me, let me look for... I mean, I could do. I could type in some of the review I did of Isotope Neutron oh, Three. Yes, definitely, which mate. is an AI assistant <laughs> thing. Oh, mate, Meta, love it. Okay, Neutron is Isotope's artificial intelligence mixing software package comprising one master plugin, Neutron, which acts as a channel strip with some familiar processes: EQ, compression, transient shaping, et al. And oh, yes. Right, I'm going to copy it in. Complete the text. Okay, so you can regenerate this as many times as you like, by the way. So if the first one isn't funny, we don't have to worry about it. What does it say? Some familiar processes. EQ, compression, transient shaping, et al. And four additional plugins. Neutron in, neutron out, filter, and neutron pan. Oh! Neutron is aware of the subchannel's inputs, passes each through its own filter, and then outputs at its relative volume. This way, the fourth channel of a mono pro tool door... <laughs> Can be further mixed. <laughs> oh, yes! I, that's not... I mean, it it's makes no... It's not a no, million miles off the bullshit we it, come out with, mate. It makes no sense. <laughs> but that's uh, not badly done. How that's, about... Can you do... Can you can you generate another one? Yeah. Uh, with the same text. With the same text. Let's just go straight on with it. All right. Generate another. With some familiar processes. EQ, compression, transient shaping, et al. And... A set of one or more dependent plugins based on various categories of musicality, musicality <laughs> e.g. many more than four non-isotope plugins, Ooh. plus touch controls or gapless applied to two plugins of different types. <laughs> Neutron creates a flexible and rapidly evolving master plugin hierarchy. <laughs> the mixing phase of each plugin is precisely... <laughs> uh, what would be good... Um, <laughs> what would be a good one to do? Do you want to put something a quote from a famous? Let's. Why do we find a Hans Zimmer interview? Yes. What about that? Boom. Do it. Yeah. Okay. Um, Hans Zimmer interview. This is going to be great, guys. I want him talking about his past. Oh yes, his well, his childhood in the uh, Ardennes or whatever. I'm going to use the uh, music tech interview. Oh, okay. Oh, nice. He was in music tech, was he? Mm. Are you ready? Yeah. Source text. Needless to say, I'm not in it for the money, Hans says, <laughs> before telling us that it's a relationship that goes back a long way. I don't think I'm telling complete porcupines if I say that we were the only ones who started orchestral sampling at air after we did The Lion King. Mm. Hans admits that he's not in it for the money. It's a relationship. And one that's... <laughs> 
And one that's about more than getting some cool artwork to po- to post on your Facebook wall. <laughs> no, that's why he does all those soundtracks. <laughs> um, at the end of the day, from my point of view, the key thing is not the studio. It's how do we move air to create sound? And how much air can we move in one go? This is more interesting to me than... Mastering. <laughs> sure, mate. That was where I found a real joy. But now I'm in a different world, kind of in a trance, listening to electronic music. <laughs> oh, wow, Hans. Before I, I started making music, I was not into dance music. But now I'm more of a techno guy. <laughs> oh, shit, Hans. I play a lot of techno. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I'm learning a lot about Hans Zimmer. I, I never knew before. he was a tech head. Fuck, you heard it here first, people. Hans Zimmer loves techno. All right, Tim, it's time to go home and have a Christmas. I'm already home, mate, so what am I going to do? I guess you could jump out the window, do some star jumps, generally jump for joy. (laughs) Well, uh, none of those things are going to happen, mate. I might just crawl up in my beddy buys. It's nearly four o'clock in the afternoon, mate. I think that's probably a good idea, right? I'm going to go out in the rain and try desperately to get home. Okay, well, good luck to you with that, mate. We'll catch all you gang in two weeks' time. For the Christmas special! It's more of a New Year special, I guess. We're not talking about Christmas anymore. Christmas special! Jingle, jingle, jingle! (laughs) Present open sound. (laughs) (laughs) Goodbye, everybody. Bye! Next time on Appetite for Production, Tim reveals his favourite type of pear.